You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Unscrewed, the show that knows that real liberation includes sexual liberation. I am your host, Jacqueline Friedman, and welcome to another Spare Parts episode of Unscrewed, where we bring you a little of this, a little bit of that, and we get you in and out in 15 minutes or less. How are you, Unscrewed Nation? I am feeling pretty well because I might have just been on vacation with my fam last week in Key West, and it was gorgeous and restorative. So not trying to make you jealous, just trying to share my good fortune, hoping that you have some in your life too. Boy, howdy, vacation, you can't oversell it. Um... (laughs) So I have a number of things I want to chat with you about today, and the first is... That I have started working with a brand new dating app called Hashtag Open, which is designed for everybody who's not that well served by Tinder, basically. So it's designed for non-monogamous folks. It's designed for queer and trans folks. It's designed for women who don't feel like their safety and sexual and bodily autonomy are taken seriously enough by the mainstream apps. If you feel like you want something different from a dating app, chances are that Hashtag Open is trying to make it happen. They just released this week a brand new terms of service and privacy policy. And while that sounds snoozy boring as hell, I highly recommend that you check it out because you've never read documents like these before. They are in plain English. They're totally transparent about what's going on and what your rights are and what to expect from the company. And they're really quite thoughtful and considerate. You can find them at hashtag open.com. You have to spell hashtag out in the URL. And as well as in the app, which you can find in your app store under hashtag open. But the reason I'm talking to you about it is not just that they're awesome and you should check them out, but also because I'm doing a lot more work with them going forward, developing community standards and moderation and accountability policies and practices. And I would love to hear from you. Like, what kind of features do you you wish your dating app had that would make your dating app life better, that would make you feel more secure, less vulnerable, more taken care of, easier to, like, not deal with gross people and only deal with people who you might potentially be interested in? You name it. What do you wish that 
dating apps knew about you and the way you use them and would build in features to make you feel centered and that this app was meant for you. Hit me up, unscrewed at JacquelineFriedman.com. I would love to hear from all of you about it. Give me your like pet peeves. Like even if you don't know solutions, I'd also love to hear like what pisses you off, what makes you feel discouraged that dating apps could do something about. Hit me up. I'm dying to hear you. We can also chat about it on Twitter if you want, at Jacqueline F. Or if you want to chat privately, uh, it's unscrewed at JacquelineFriedman.com. Another amazing project that I am involved in right now is the documentary film Roll, Red Roll, which is about the rape that took place in Steubenville, Ohio, gosh, five year or so years ago now. If you're not familiar with the case, it's easy to Google and look up. If you are, you know what I'm talking about. What I want to tell you about this film that's amazing is that there is no victim in the film. Like, there's a victim in the case, but she's not in the film, and the filmmakers wanted it that way because way too many of our narratives about sexual violence that are trying to get people to care about the issue require survivors to perform victimhood. And this film instead uses uh, video footage of interviews with the perpetrators and suspects and their texts and tweets and other social media posts, interviews with lots of other people involved and focuses on the perpetrators and the people who enabled them and the badass women who took them down. So it's just a totally different kind of story. And it's told with sort of the pacing and urgency of a true crime story. So it's very rare that I go see a documentary about rape that I leave feeling energized. But Roll Red Roll is that documentary. You can go to their website, which is rollredrolldoc.com and find out about future upcoming screenings. They're screening it all over the country, not just in blue states, I promise, as well as request a screening for your community and find out when it's going to be available over broadcast and streaming and all of that stuff. Definitely check it out. But the thing that I help them out with is a 10 Days of Action Rape Culture Detox Project, which is going to email you one action a day that you can take to undermine rape culture. And it's launching this Thursday. You don't have to start this Thursday. You can do it on your own pace. Uh, but you can start starting this Thursday. And it's going to send you information and encouragement. There's going to be community aspects if you want to connect with other people who are doing the same actions. It's going to be a really amazing project. I'm super stoked about it. So if you want your sexual assault awareness month to be more of a sexual assault action month i highly recommend following along getting involved in the roll red roll 10 days of action when that rolls out which we expect to be thursday uh i'll be posting about it on all my socials so make sure you're following me on twitter at jacqueline f j-a-c-l-y-n-f and on instagram jacqueline effable and you can also follow me on my facebook page which i'll probably post to you as well so tune into that. I would love to have you follow along and let me know what you think. A little crap news for you. You know I couldn't go a whole episode with talking about a little crap news because there's so much fucking crap news out there. I just saw this story before I sat down to record, which is about a girl in Alaska, in a small Alaska town, who was cornered in the restroom by like five or seven guys who were pissed off that a female to male trans kid was using the boys bathroom and so they decided to go into the girls bathroom to prove some horrible meaningless point 
and cornered this girl who was just using the girl's bathroom and she need one of them in the groin in self-defense as she should have and she has been expelled from school so I just want to bring this up because I wrote I know that I told you all last time that I have a new bi-weekly column at Refinery29 also called Unscrewed and I wrote for my last column about people who use the idea of protecting women from rape to promote hateful agendas uh, and how you can see through them and how survivors actually should use every time we're invoked to defend some hateful agenda as an opportunity to show up and be like, oh, you called for us? We're here. Fuck you. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, this just rhymed with that so hard because, of course, the argument always is like, oh, we can't let trans people use the bathroom that matches their gender identity because we have to protect girls in bathrooms. And here we have a girl who is in a bathroom that was invaded by actual cis men who, by the way, don't have to put in on dresses to walk into a bathroom because there are no fucking gender guards at the door. So that argument has always been horseshit. And instead of saying, oh, my gosh, let's protect this girl. That is what we are actually concerned about. What happened? They expelled the girl. So it just once again puts the lie to the idea that these people are concerned about women. They're just using us as fucking props. You can read that story about the girl getting expelled in the Washington Post. And you can read my column about this larger issue that doesn't include this story because it was written before this broke at Refinery29. If you just look up Jacqueline Friedman Unscrewed, you'll find it. Uh, And speaking of Refinery29, I got a listener advice question from Annabeth, an Unscrewed listener. Hey, Annabeth. Uh, And Refinery29 asked me to write my response to her as a column for them. And that's going to be coming out Wednesday, the day after this releases. So I'm not going to be able to give you the full advice on this episode like I usually do. But I am going to tease it by reading her question and the very beginning of my answer. So here's Annabeth's question. I recently had a breakup that was much needed. We didn't exactly have the best sex life. I like to take new relationships slowly before having sex, especially when I meet someone on an app. This man was the opposite. He clearly thought my sexual boundaries were prudish, and I liked him, so I agreed to have intercourse with him sooner than I normally would. And once I did, he didn't seem to care. The third time we became intimate, he fell asleep while I was performing oral sex on him. Wanting to fix this issue, I told him some things I really like in bed. Oral sex, lights on, looking at each other during the act, etc. And asked him what he liked. His response? I don't know. For months, I tried to make sex good for the both of us. Sexy underwear under my overcoat. A rose-petal bath bomb. Telling him my porn preferences and trying to talk about it together. No, no, and no. In the breakup conversation, he said to me, I just didn't feel we had a good sexual connection. I just expect it to be great off the bat, and I didn't like it that I couldn't make you come. It's been great with other women, just not with you. In my previous experience with relationships, sex has gotten better with time rather than starting explosively and ending just as fast. Am I wrong here? Am I too pragmatic about sex and thus underperforming? Do I not care enough about chemistry? I'm really struggling that despite my efforts with him, I was complicit in bad sex. 
Any ideas of how to adjust my perspective, improve, and move on from this sexual shame spiral? Thank you, Annabeth. So here's the here's the tease of my response. Dear Annabeth, the most generous thing I can say here is that neither of you are wrong. He wants sex to be one way, you want it to be another, and you both have the absolute right to want what you want. There is no such thing as too pragmatic, nor is there a right amount to care about chemistry. You just had really different expectations of what sex should be like, and that caused tension between you. But I'm not really that generous. If you want to read the rest, check out my column tomorrow, which is Wednesday, April 17th at Refinery29. It will be going out on all my social media channels. We'd love to hear what you think. And if you have a sexual conundrum of any kind that you want me to weigh in on either here on the show or for my Refinery29 column, you know what to do. Email me at unscrewed at JacquelineFriedman.com. That's J-A-C-L-Y-N-F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N.com. And I will give you my best. Okay, one more thing before I sign off, which is you hear at the end of the show that our cover art and our sound cues were developed in collaboration with the establishment. Some of you who have been listening for a while know that I originally launched Unscrewed in collaboration with the establishment, which is an independent feminist media outlet. That relationship didn't wind up lasting for complicated reasons that are just not important. But the establishment has been out there doing great work for over three years. And today, they announced that today was their last day and they're closing, literally because it's really hard to fucking fund independent intersectional feminist media. So I just want to take a moment to thank everyone at the establishment for incubating this show and for all the amazing work that you've done over the years. And to say to everyone listening, if there's media you value, especially media that represents perspectives you don't hear elsewhere that you think are really important, please support it however you can. Ideally, financially, even a little bit of money helps, whether it's a subscription or donation or whatever their model is. It really matters whether or not you support your media. It can go away. So farewell, the establishment. We will totally miss you. But I do want everyone to know that their archives are going to stay up uh, on their website. So if you love something that they published, it will still be on the internet. Uh, but I just want to say thanks to everyone there for making Unscrewed possible. And on that note, I should tell you that Unscrewed is available pretty much everywhere. You can get your podcasts on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, you name it, we're there. Please help other people find the show. Give us five stars. Give us a tiny review. It doesn't have to be long. The five stars are what matters. Also, I love it when I see people suggest Unscrewed when people call for podcast recommendations. I just saw that happen a couple of days ago. Somebody said, what are great feminist podcasts? And somebody tweeted, hey, Unscrewed is one of the best. And every time I see that, it makes my heart smile. Uh, So that's another great way. Literally just word of mouth. And sometimes I see some of you literally just share the episode and be like, hey, this is a great episode. And here's why. That also works, too. Unscrewed is produced by yours truly, Jacqueline Friedman, and edited by the fantastic Natalia Rodriguez. Our in and out music is by The Pink Tiles, and our cover art is by Nicole Dodonna, and it was developed in collaboration with the establishment, RIP, who also developed the sound cues. Until next week, I'm wishing you safe and happy sex lives.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.